All right, y'all, welcome to another episode of the Unapologetically Black Gaming Podcast, the only podcast that is, well, one of the podcasts that is made by black gamers for black gamers. I don't want to say the only one. It's, it's, a, it's, a, good, it's a good chunk of us out here. Uh, I am one of your hosts, the infamous hood rat with the heart of gold himself, Cortez Washington. And as always, I'm joined by a special guest. Um, this person is a game developer. Uh, you might have seen their recent game that came out, Super Space Club, which is pretty dope. Uh, one man team, one man band. Uh, please show some love to Graham Reed, aka Graham of Legend. Yeah, I got, I, I, I ain't got a soundboard, but I can add it in afterwards. So I'm gonna yeah. do that. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Not much, man. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. It's it's it's, it's been a good day. Can't complain. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. So, um, I really want to talk about the game. I really want to dive into that because I've been I've been playing a good chunk of it and I really love it. But um, first, I really want to get like this is one of the hardest questions I always ask everybody. What is your first game in memory? So like, what's the first game you played where you were like, Easy. Uh, like, <laughs> oh dang, all right, Easy. <laughs> it was like yeah. No, I, so much I feel like my first gaming memory definitely yeah. when I turned four. I remember my dad walking in into my bedroom with uh, Super Nintendo, and I hooked Ooh. it up. Um, you know, the red, white, and no, it wasn't even the, the red, yellow, white cables. It was like the, you had to plug it into the back of the. Oh, you had to screw cable. it like in. The, the screw in, the screw yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> good times. Yeah. People don't know these days, have it easy. Yeah. They <laughs> but do. yeah, plug it in, set it up, and it was, we got Super Metroid. I was four. Ooh. We didn't even pass the first level. <laughs> Damn. But I remember we spent like a solid hour just trying to beat that first level, trying to, like, we beat, we beat, um, um, Ridley, beat Ridley, and then it's like trying to escape, but we couldn't get the platform in. Though it's my fr- I'm a four. What am I supposed to yeah. do? <laughs> and then he also couldn't do because it's his first time playing a game like that. Um, and yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah. yeah, Super Metroid. Yeah, that's funny too. Though. Ultimately, like, we, we we traded it to get. Um, my cousin gave me Mario All Stars, and then he took that, and that was much better, much better for me. But yeah, yeah. Up. Mario's, Mario Mario <laughs> Stars was a was a was a was a bargain too. It was three games in one. Yeah, you could just exactly. play that. And it was like updated. It was like one of the first, I think one of the first few like remakes, quote unquote, quote unquote remakes that we see now. But like right. yeah, they really but that one's super fun. I had that. I spent hours on that, but Same. days. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's cool. That's cool. All right, man. So I really want to get into like your origin story. So like what what got you on this pathway to be a game dev, but really just like being like really leading the charge on your well, on a solo project like this yeah so with game dev it's kind of it's been a long play like i said been playing games since i was four mm-hmm. and i've always been into arts i'm more on the art side of things like if i had to pick art or programming or what, what have you i'm definitely on the art side mm-hmm. um you went to college for like motion graphics and all that stuff yeah and I never knew you could be a game dev. Like I thought it was just you'd work at a big studio. Um, and I mean, I, I played also Newgrounds growing up, like just all oh, those flash games. But I never even thought of making flash games as like a, as a, a thing I could even achieve. Mm-hmm. And so it was always just if I ever got into the game industry, it would be on the motion graphics side, like me doing some graphic design, me doing some animation for trailers or, you know, that, that kind of stuff. But it's not until. 2012 and me and two of my friends this guy named Arlen and a guy named Robert both are also also Jamaican we did Global Game Jam and Arlen was back in Jamaica doing um, he was doing like a, a programming he got a, a degree in like computer science or something so he, he's like a, a, a proper programmer mm-hmm. and then me and Robert were more on the art side 
Ano meta game? And it was just like a, like a mobile game. And so mm. we realized, yo, you can, you can actually make games. Android is old. iOS is out at this time. It's 2012. And you could anybody could just submit a game to the app stores. And it was like, yo, this is crazy. We can actually make games on. So for a while, Ethereum was just made mobile games. And then eventually, Steam wasn't always open. Like Steam was super closed off, just like the consoles. But yeah. even now, you can just apply and hey, your game's on Steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's been... My whole life, I've loved games. But at some point, the wall just kept breaking down. All the barriers broke down. And here I am. Can, can actually put games out now. Nice. Nice, man. Nice. That progression. It sounds like the progression in like 2012, like, and like really uh, building that out. Um, The most interesting thing about like, I think like in like 2012, just like thinking about the tech around that time too, was just like everybody was like realizing. I think at that point, stuff started getting more and more accessible to the consumer as far as like tech stuff goes, because that was like, that was like peak, like also when it came to like mobile, like you said, it was peak like, uh, jailbreaking iphones rooting phones like that entire thing yeah like which yeah. now nowadays doesn't like people do still do it but it's just that's it anymore that's all you're yeah. right I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it and i think it's because it got a lot easier too for for folks because uh yeah yeah it got easier with like uh with they got an app now you can just press one button i know it's like a one button root app now you can just root your Seriously? phone then, yeah yeah i seen it like a couple years ago That's i was crazy. like man i was like i remember i bricked my first uh android phone trying to root the- <laughs> i had the htc hero oh, with the trackball i bricked it man i was so sad because it was my first phone and i was like damn and then i had to go back to like the nokia like the brick joint and oh, then God, and yeah, then yeah. yeah then i progressively got back back up but like yeah it was it was really dope but like yeah those they got are, the, those are better times i mean i miss those days <laughs> yeah me too man me too I, I really miss it i really miss like the sim- it was simple back then it was the, the it was tech- simple but you could get complex if you wanted to like it was oh, absolutely it was up to you you know mm-hmm. when netflix is it changed i think everything changed when netflix got rid of the red screen and they started to do their new thing <laughs> the red screen. The red screen. I mean, but that was basically back when you had to get Netflix on DVD, like they mailed it to you. Yeah, <laughs> and they had just like I think when I got my first apartment, they had just started doing like uh, being on the Xbox and PlayStation and stuff. They had just started doing that like really early, but that's what they had everything on there. Netflix was just the uh, Wild West. No wonder there were no like Netflix. official Netflix things. It was just they had everybody just, else's stuff. Yeah, it was the. They was the only market. They like we cornered the market, baby. Give it to us. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like with, so like Super Space Club. Like, how did this like how did this idea like this concept come into fruition of like you making this? Because like this this game is is like great, and I want to say like great <laughs> bars. Like, I'm sorry for the you. pause. It's great. Because it's like, like it's, what's it gonna say? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to pause to make it too dramatic, but it's like it's really dope because of like the the art style, the approach, the mechanics, and the AI too, man. AI, like surprisingly, like you would you would expect like oh after a while it gets a little eh, but like once you like even when you think you get the hang of it, you really don't because there's still like like for example, I was I was I was trying to like circle around like a few asteroids to like gain my composure. And then I just seen like one of the smaller joints just like low key, like waiting to flank me and was just busting at me. And I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I was like, that's smart. I was and it was and I never and I never thought about like because I never really think about AI unless it's really trash. 
but like when that when i seen that i was like oh this is this game they really about it like so like so like what came like so like what was that that. yeah yeah they was like oh we out we out for blood yeah (laughs) um what how did that how did this uh concept start like what did you what was the like the first steps for you like coming up with this idea because this is very like shoot them up shoot them up slash like arcadey definitely arcadey i feel like this should be in the machine yeah i feel like this should be in the machine with quarters for real there's a whole story behind that but i'll I'll tell that after (laughs) okay um yeah so essentially it started it was supposed to just be when i first started it was just supposed to be like a me learning how to just make games like i I made like i said made two mobile games before but i wanted to make like a pc game for once Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh let me let me try and make something like asteroids or space war one of those old classic games and then it started really simple it was supposed to take like four months to do and at that point i still had a full-time job so it was really just me working like two hours every day after work or whatever and on the weekends Mm And then at some point I was like, no, nah, I want to make like a, a bigger thing. Like I'd imagine I'd planned out two more places, one, two, three, planned out what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And that was 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow it just ended up being me just adding and adding and adding to make it what it is today. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah, it's, it's just over time, it's just grown into what it is. From, from the core, from 2019, it's been... You're flying around, doing space drifting and whatever, and just trying to get a high score, beating enemies. But over the over the couple of years, the four years, not couple, <laughs> over mm-hmm. the past four years, I haven't. It hasn't been four consistent years of work. Uh-huh. But I think those those four years really helped because it it, it, it allowed it gave me room to evolve the, the concept. So yeah, it started out with just one ship and one enemy type. And of course, now as you've played it, you've seen like all the different enemies and all the mm-hmm. chaos that can come from it. <laughs> yeah. And then the characters weren't there, the, the the music wasn't there, that vocalists weren't there. Like all those things just came um, over time. And yeah, I just wanted to make something that was a vibe, you know. Like I didn't want to make the regular, mm-hmm. the regular space shooter where it's really techno techno music like very intense music or some dubstep or something <laughs> um and not the dark color palette that you always say like if you go to steam or just google right now google space games they're all mm-hmm. very dark color palettes very just moody kind of things yeah and yeah that's just not not what i was about at all so yeah that's just how i how i ended up here nice man nice that's and that's one thing that really stands out too is like the color palette the idea of like uh just that's what oh, really wait, makes it course. different hold on a sec my headphone oh. just turned off oh <laughs> <laughs> okay you're back you're back <laughs> okay yeah. yeah i was just gonna say like um the great thing about it is the color palette like you said you like you pointed out because it is like space is very like dark like they really a lot of companies or a lot of games that come out actually really lean into that dark vast empty void of nothingness and it's like very moody very dramatic you know angsty as you if you will you know they really lean into the like the dark void like nothingness like uh just really lean into that identity whereas this like your game is very vibrant the color palette's there uh everything there is dope but also like also like uh the amazing thing is that um, that music, everything combining together, really uplifts it. But 
you saying this is a lo-fi this is a lo-fi game doesn't mean that it's like doesn't have challenge and doesn't have that expertise i think that's the thing that really get me was like oh i'm expecting this to be lo-fi because i've been because i've been interviewing the gameplay to be chill yeah no it was not it's very like you gotta like and the beautiful thing about a game is that you come when you i think the thing for me when it comes to a beautiful game like this is like when you come back and you're like oh that's what that like oh okay i'm getting it and you keep coming back and keep going it's like riding a bike it feels like that that and it makes you want to keep going more and more waves i only got to wave five i'm gonna be honest i'm whack so i want to get to like i want to i want to get further i want to get further but like in the beginning that's the point that's the beauty of it you're supposed to keep challenging yourself and keep pushing yourself to get deeper and deeper into the waves yeah and and in the beginning like with the with the standard with the standard ship and the standard loadout like the standard loadout in general it's a good entryway because it is like people like oh god oh all right i need to start shooting and the and i oh i wanted to mention it's the most beautiful concept the most beautiful element of it is tying like the weapons to the energy bar to your Mm -hmm. health that really reminds me of like double dragon type 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 stuff like that like when they used to do the special moves and then they would like take some of their health away. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Whoa, yeah. it's a deep cut. It's a deep but that cut. was <laughs> But that was so dope to me because it's like it makes you think, like it makes you have to really think like, oh, I can't just you can't just run and gun like any other exactly, game. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That was be, very, very intentional. <laughs> yeah. You have to really be like you have to be aware of like what your what your energy bar is, what your if your special's there, who's around you, this, that, and the other, you know? And and I seen with some other uh, unlocks that like you got more fragile ships, more ships to do this, people that have different you know abilities, and it's just like it's like the depth of there's like it's a lot of depth. It's like you know on the on the surface it's cool, it's cozy, but like it's a lot of depth. And it kind of I mean honestly I want to get bring it back full circle. It makes me think of like a Super Mario, like a old school Super Mario game, like an old school console game where it's like fun it's it's got the cool colors and shit but it's hard and you're like shit (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't have said it better myself you nailed it (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like oh man i hate you i hate you you just and it's just music like la da 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 (laughs) (laughs) i love we have it already in your head that's perfect (laughs) yes and it's um so like when it came to like combining the art style with the music, how did that happen? Like, because that's really that really carries the game, and you can tell with like the a lot of the sound engineering, audio engineering, like it's very much it makes it feel like it is very much tied to it. Ain't just like a soundtrack slapped on. So how did that right. process work out? Um, yeah. So shout out to Fatbuyer. They're the ones who did all of the. They produced the whole OST. Um, they're the ones who suggested that we get like actual um, actual vocalists onto it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, I, I kind of directed the path which I wanted to go. So I, I told them I didn't want it to be, you know, like I said, I didn't want it to be the typical intense music. I wanted to feel chill. Yeah. But then even with the artists, I wanted to get, of course, hip. I love hip hop and I'm from Jamaica. I love dance and reggae. So I wanted to get have that vibe to it. So we just reached out to different artists across the country. Like I mean, across the globe. I didn't want to only have like black American artists. I wanted mm-hmm. I had a friend from Jamaica who is on a track. Um, we have the one that you just did that was a, a French artist yeah and honestly I wanted people from like Japan from somewhere in Mexico it, it was sick like just imagine having all these different languages just coming through and representing mm-hmm. um, maybe maybe DLC we'll see <laughs> yeah see but yeah yeah it was it was just 
that came about just because I wanted it to feel like just something you've never really gotten to experience before. It's, it's like a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Both, both the colors and the the soundtrack. I wanted to feel like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that intro scene with Peter Quill comes through. He's trying to shoot everybody, but he's listening to like 80s music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's yeah. that kind of vibe. So it, it's, it's more so that the characters in the game, they're, they're, they're the ones who are listening to the music while they're vibing out, just killing everything. <laughs> yeah. And someone's yeah. used to feel that too. That's so funny that you said the characters vibing out because that looks like, because yeah. like, I look at the characters and they're very unique. They and I'm I'm so glad you leaned into like the space is not just like humanoid or human esque folks. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Like they're anamorphic. Yes. I guess they like, all are humanoidish. Like they're all yeah. arms and legs. Well, except except Ollie, except the octopus. But it's like yeah, they're not as humans. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I think that this the dope thing about that is that uh, it really leans into the space or like the like otherworldly aspects of it too. Because I feel like a lot of times with space games, they really just want to be like it's humans, but in space. And guess what? Yeah, space exactly, capitalism in yeah. <laughs> America. It's like, bro, that's just America. That's just the world. Like, get a little bit more out of your element, you know. And so, right. like, I feel like this is really dope because it does make you feel like this. And I feel like I'm. I feel like we're gonna see people cosplaying this shit. Like. Soon as Yo, possible. can you imagine? Yeah. I wish. What? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna I speak. It, I'm gonna speak it into existence, so you can get it. So you get the cosplay going for it. But no, if that ever happens, that's it. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. It's a wrap. I made it. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, just talking. I know you talked about earlier about like the hoops to jump through with like Steam and like getting like certified and getting the certifications. What are some things that people like say like there's somebody that's listening that's like looking into being an indie dev or anything like that? What are some things that you that you didn't expect to come in like to be an obstacle for you when it came to like getting like the certification or the approval from Steam to sell your game? I mean, honestly, Steam has been super easy. Like mm-hmm. Steam is a good entry entry level into putting your games out there. There are easy, easier things. Like you have itch.io. You can mm-hmm. just literally sign up, drop your game on, and it's open like five minutes. <laughs> wow. With Steam, it's, and you don't pay anything. It's just up. Whereas Steam, it, it's a bit more involved. It feels more, for lack of a better term, professional. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're trying to be official with your game. But it's not It's not really hard. Like there are checks and balances. They do go through your game, make sure it's not like, there's nothing that they don't want on their store, like any hate speech and all that stuff in the game. Um, they make sure it works, <laughs> but then that's it. It takes like a, a day to get approved from from like from you 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 go on Steam, make your store, and then upload the build. It takes a day to get approved, more or less. Oh, cool. Versus console, <laughs> console is a journey. That's why you always hear whenever you hear a game talking about they go gold, it's because they pass certification. They're ready to actually ship now. Okay. But that process, depending on the game, can take weeks or it can take months or it can just mm. not not happen at all it just depends yeah yeah and that's and that that makes much sense too like if you think about games that were supposed to come to console but they canceled it or they botched it because of the, the certain aspects they had to like focus on and honestly it takes more money to like probably do a lot to make the tweaks in it everything that it goes for that so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like because you're like either money or time or both <laughs> yeah or both yeah so it's like yeah. it's a lot of sense that a lot of people are like yeah we just throw it on steam and if throw it on steam if it if, if it, it makes up, money then yeah 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 you're gonna yeah. port it to every day of thing you know yeah, exactly but if, but if it don't then 
sure we gonna we gonna keep updating this keep going and i like and Correct. that's one thing i really like about like the current state of gaming too is that like say like we bought super space club back in 90 95 we would just have super space club that's it and it would build up that buzz but maybe there was like little things you wanted to add and here and mm-hmm. there you back then you would have to just release a whole new game a whole, a whole new whole, game yeah, yeah. <laughs> a whole new expansion <laughs> or something whereas this you can just be like update 2 2.0 it's like yeah i wanted to add this and this and that's exactly, and, yeah. and that's really cool that we at this point too because i feel like this game is like this like because i feel like this is like a foundation if, if i'm not wrong but like a good solid foundation and you're gonna build upon this and see i mean I d- yeah definitely have things i want to add to it yeah. for sure yeah it's nice to hear that you see it as like a solid base of the game oh it's more than solid it's more than solid it's a it's a it's a it's a house it's a house and you sell it you got it on the market yeah you get a house and you got it on the market you just like you just looking at it like man i could add a i could add a deck to this though like (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're not wrong like yeah you know so a little pool in the back you know yeah a little pool in the back (laughs) Man, I'd put a one car garage. We can make that a two car. Bust it out a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I really see yeah, it. And, and, and it's one of these games that like is really gonna keep my attention because like it's just the challenge. I love a good challenge and I love a good thing that makes me want to have to learn the mechanics. And who doesn't love space? You know, when it's fun and quirky and fun. I mean, that's how I ended up there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, excited, man. So yeah. um so we're getting close to the end of the episode, man. And um this is a good time to uh where I pass it off to the guests and let them go off some words of affirmation or some positive vibes to the audience or the folks that's listening. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a step back, leave it, leave it up to you and uh, tell the people what they want to hear. I feel like you should just right here, just play the soundtrack for the, for the game. <laughs> this is all the, it's all the good. I, oh, I'm sure that you just have a good vibe sign in your back. That's all the good vibes in you. Just play the, play the OST. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sure. To, um, I'll be sure to clip some of it right here. <laughs> but yeah, like, thank you so much for for having me. Like, I, it's, it's it's really nice to be able to talk about the game now that it's out and in people's hands and hearing that people are actually enjoying it and just getting it. You know, like, yeah, I've I've, I've spent the time making this as an arcade, not this, but making this arcade space shooter with a modern twist, modern music, good vibes. But you never know how something's going to land and hit until it hits. And thankfully, it's hit. It's hit really well, especially with the, like the black community. I feel like people are really latched onto it, and that makes me happy and proud. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right, man. That's nice. Yeah. That's and of course, if you're listening, go to superspaceclub.com, get the game, and you can follow me at Grandma Legend on everything <laughs> on youtube twitter or x whatever <laughs> yeah and if uh and if they want it if they want to get like a quick like understanding of the game i can give the i can give a description that you gave to me but you can also just like i just want to let y'all know like it's gonna say it's a lo-fi arcade space shooter to chill to developed by grandma legend define <laughs> defend a vibrant galaxy as a club of misfit heroes and battle endless waves of spacecraft to tune to the tunes of atmospheric beats outlast your enemies and vibe to the rhythm of the stars but that's a cool way of saying it what i'm gonna tell you is it's hard um <laughs> you don't have to learn the controls you're gonna die a lot you don't die a lot but the music's so cool that it makes you want to try again and it's really fun 
Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, Greb, thank you again for being on the show. Um, of course, anytime. Yeah. Um, and as always, if you want to find us, we are UBG Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and Twitch. Um, I know I keep saying I'm on I'm, I'm on a stream on Twitch. I am. Don't worry. I keep. I, I'm not holding y'all up. I am gonna do it. And as always, thank y'all so much for listening to this episode. And uh, and remember, be happy, drink some water, and keep gaming. Je ne vois